0: Welcome to the Travelling Signorita, episode 193. I am in Brisbane town, and what a beautiful city Brisbane is. More on that in the next couple of weeks. And I know I've done a lot on Brisbane in the last couple of years, but I just think she's grown into such a beautiful city. It's livable, it's thoughtful, it's cultural. Um, food galore and it's ever growing but i think they're doing it in a really uh thoughtful way and i want to talk more about that as the weeks go on uh because the uh the queen's wolf project will be opening this year and there's much ado about fairy tales at Gomer at the moment which i will get a chance to explore next week but i'm still catching up and Tasting the beautiful wines of the Granite Belt. Now I need to fess up here because I didn't think Queensland made very good wine, and it was because I'd only tasted one or two, and they were not of what I like to drink. Having grown up in the Mornington Peninsula, I was quite into the you know the heavy-bodied reds, but then as I migrated further north and spent a fair bit of time in um, southwest France and Spain. I got more into the lighter reds of the Tempranillos and the El Barino grapes. Lo and behold, the Granite Belt offers all of that, um, the latter wines I'm talking about. And I was so pleasantly surprised to explore that region. Now, when I say explore, there's around about 40 vineyards in and around the Granite Belt. I uh, only at this time went to two of those, and but I learned uh, a lot more about other vineyards around there from a fellow travel writer, Alex Mitchison, uh, who has just written a great article in Wine Selectors. Check that one out because that's got a, a different take on the Granite Belt and other wineries and places to stay. But today I'm going to focus on where I went to because there was just so much in those two wineries that we visited. Now the first one is Bent Road Winery and I had tasted this wine, uh, Le Petit More, which is such a funky label with a skeleton on there, kind of really dark looking label. I would tasted it at Rickshaw in Burley when the gentleman there said, why don't you try a Queensland Rosé? And I scoffed at that because <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's going to be like sweet and dark and red and it wasn't it was really natural um, and organic and i just loved the taste of it so i explored further their um, repertoire of wines and started buying them from our local wine merchant in kingscliff um, emmanuel's shout out to emmanuel he just sources incredible wines and then i realized that they had an incredible orange a a pet net and wanted to know more about this winery so when the lovely Deb from Southern Country Queensland said, would you like to go on a trip around the Granite Belt and then into Toowoomba region um, and Ravensbourne National Park, it's quite a long way around, um, you know, you have to stop off at the wineries. And I did say to her, oh, I've heard about, you know, these wineries. I've never, had, never tasted uh, more than Bent Roads. So we explored some other traditional wineries around there. How did we get there? We went the back way because we were down in northern New South Wales and we drove down through Ballina, through Casino, Tenterfield and around that way. So for us it was nearly a four-hour drive. It's a great drive and we got into Bent Road Wineries Uh, just after midday and we were in the actual uh, winery, not the cellar doors. So we got to see the real rustic side of Bent Row, which is what I wanted to do because I wanted to understand the technique of Cueve uh, wines, which is the ceramic vessels that you put into the ground, stalks and all, and they ferment into wine. It's an old Georgian, as in Europe, Um, Eastern Europe technique from about eight and a half thousand years ago. Um, If you listened to my podcast last week with Glenn Robert from Bent Road, he uh, has all the history of wine. And because he's got that scientific brain, he was really good at experimenting with this style of wine in the Cueve vessels, which they had bought over and have on the property. So that was really interesting to see that. Anyway, I'll put a photo up of of what those vessels are, because to me that was just like looking at archaeology, the archaeology of wine and how it was made many, many years ago. And as we know, there's real modern versions of that now um, in your steel vats and your oak barrels. But this is a wine that I like to taste. So when we went to Bent Road and tasted, uh, when we went actually, talked to Glenn, saw how they were producing the Cuervé wines, and then went down the road to their fabulous new tasting room, which um, used to be Tambourine Mountain Vineyard, so it was an old old church-style tasting room, but they've just, like, flipped it into something really sophisticated with, you know, lush sort of emerald green velvets and copper trimmings. It's a really beautiful tasting room, and... When we went down there and tasted the array of wines there, I just think it's, um, you know, they're really ahead of the game. And they are, to me, they are really taking it to the nation with wines from the Granite Belt. Um, Yes, I'm incredibly impressed, as you can tell, with Bent Road wines. But it's also now that they've got that tasting room and they've also come up with um, another, I guess, well, they're not expensive wines per se, but when you're making them in that natural way and it takes a bit longer you're not doing the mass amounts of wine so they've also come up with um another label which is probably more in the you know the monday tuesday style of drinking Um, well if you drink on monday and tuesday which was also really impressive um, wines as well and funky graphic labels and yeah they're just just ahead of what they're doing there that, that um, It's called Willem's Green. It's got this really cool graphic on it, um, and that's an array of other varietals uh, at more of that entry level. So that's Spent Road Wines. Um, as I said, the tasting room is just so cool. Go and check that out and listen to Glenn's podcast, the last podcast I did if you want to know more about the history of Cueve wines from the Georgian Technique eight and a half thousand years ago. So that's impressive. On our way out, uh, we went to Jamworks, which I thought, where are we heading? Big jam jars out the front, full country style. And it is a really great place to experience all that this particular region of Ballandine has to offer. So when I say Granite Belt, I was touching on the Ballandine uh, side of that, which I guess is south of um, Stanthorpe and Applethorpe Uh, and that's the region that's really starting to you know make waves uh, around Australia if not the world. So we called into Jamworks for lunch we were greeted by a beautiful Steph there who's one of the owners and her family had had uh, this property and business in in for for a long long time and she has now taken it over with her partner Christine and they have a great story there Um, and you know the lunch that they make is at the heart of the jam works experience it's still got the the retro jam jars out the front and it's got a plethora of um, house-made goods like from zucchini relish through to chili jams to rhubarb and ginger jams are oh, just amazing really good um, produce in there you can spend a fortune just grabbing not a fortune, but for you know, 12 jars at a reasonable price, you would be stacked up in your fridge for days, knowing that you're eating really local and supporting local. I think there's over 80 product gourmet products on their shelves. So we had an incredible um, pie and a really nice um, uh, squid salad. It was all fresh and just loaded. You know, it wasn't that kind of you're not skimping on produce or price there so that was a good one to go to they're a big part of the apple and grape festival uh, which is on around about now coming up or is on and yeah they're a great uh, pit stop there good coffee great wine supporting the local wineries around there that would be my pick for lunch then we headed on not far this is all kind of like 10 minutes away from each other but it's funny in the country when they tell you it's 10 minutes because usually there's a few windy roads and it tends out turns out to be about 20 minutes but still alas it's not very far and then we headed into Ridge Mill Estate which I'd actually met um, the lovely owners Martin and Michelle there and I could tell that they were a really family run you know organic estate um, which has really good accommodation and a place to rest your head the night and watch the sunset over the vineyards. I met with uh, Martin in the tasting room as we arrived and he Gave me a great taste of um, some of the Granite Belt's oldest Tempranillo and Saparave vines, um, which they've made into beautiful wines. And you know, they are these guys are part of what's called the Strange Bird Varieties, which is a trail that runs through that area, really showing you the unique grapes from that area. The cellar door is open seven days a week and they do have like a local um, cheese platters and charcuterie boards and they are more than ha- well more than happy to welcome you to their estate. That is Ridge Mill Estate. There's 12 studio cabins, um, king size bed and fireplaces and as I said they overlook the vineyards. There's accessible cabins, they're pet friendly um, and yeah there's uh, also a big um, three bedroom house that you can Rent out as well, breakfast is included and a bottle of the estate wine. So that's a really nice accommodation vineyard experience. And, you know, as I said, Martin and Michelle are just so welcoming and knowledgeable about wine in that region. Martin's actually on my podcast next week because he's going to talk to me about the history of regional Estate and how it started with a Spanish fella, Juzes, uh, who uh, actually was the one that started growing the tempranillo there and they are now award-winning tempranillo so as you can see with the thread in the granite belt it's got that what i would call it's kind of oh, almost mirroring um, the northern spanish rioca style of wines um, because they also had the Albarino there which is as i said before one of my favorite grapes and yeah different taste to the Albarino in northern spain that i've tasted so, but similar but with an Australian flair. It's like I can taste the earth and the granite and a bit more in that El Barino grape but um, good to see those uh, European varietals doing so well in sunny Queensland as, as I said I didn't think that was actually what was happening in Queensland but our day eating my wine words. So that is the place to stay or one of the places to stay there's plenty of places to stay in the Granite Belt region and um, I like this one, it was just simple simple um, modern style cabins that overlook the vineyards and because you've got the tasting room right there and you get to feed the goats and walk around the property and watch the sun set, which is a beautiful thing to do before um, you have a great night's rest and wake up in the morning with the sunrise and we took off to pick strawberries and apples, whilst in Applethorpe, pick some apples. Just down the road is Eastern Colour Farm. And they're known for an abundance of strawberries and the Royal Gala um, apples are some of the juiciest around. And, yeah, they're also, I guess they've been through a lot of floods and, and um, fires and what have you, but now they've got the, um, they've worked out a way to grow the uh, strawberries in underneath big sort of protective um, I know what you'd call them I, they look like tunnels to me strawberry tunnels so the strawberries in there were just so delicious and you just get a chance to pick your own strawberries pick your own apples and they were probably some of the nicest apples I have ever tasted um this these guys this family and have been um growing since the 1930s and it's, they've kept it in the family and yeah now they produce some of the best uh, ha- apples and strawberries around. 72 hectares out in the um, Applethorpe area with a true Italian heritage to it so that's when the, um, the Baranio's family moved into the Applethorpe area which is just before Stanthorpe so that is, um, I guess that's my little trip around Granite Belt. It's not a big one because it was just discovering little bits of the uh, Bellandine region. And the, I think it's just like lovely talking to the locals and, you know, learning more about it. And what I did notice is that there's a real collaboration. There's a real connection to the Granite Belt and the wine district. And they have their own association there, which is run by small businesses And you can see that they're working closely with um, Country Queensland Tourism to really put the Granite Belt um, on the map. I mean, it sounds weird that I'm talking about it now because, I mean, when I met with Martin, you know, those guys have been going over for over 20 years as had spent roads. So it's not something that's just happened overnight, but I think what's happened is the rest of the nation is starting to take notice. I mean, we've had such strong wine areas like McLaren Vale, Barossa, Mornington Peninsula, Tasmanian wines, Hunter Valley, Orange, you know, and it, this is now being really looked at in that same ilk as what I just mentioned. Uh, one to look out for before I go, I met with um, at City Winery in Brisbane. I've actually got Adam on my podcast who was one of the owners there. Once he um, sold City Winery in Brisbane, which is a fabulous story if you want to look back on that podcast, he's now doing his own wines called Dear Vincent, love the name, Again, that really natural style, stalks and all, got an orange flavour to them. And he's opening up the vineyard behind the old tavern that he has purchased. So look out for, this is in Ballandine, Dear Vincent and what Adam is doing there, because I'm sure he's going to do something very funky to the old Ballandine tavern, which will really connect and tie together that region when you drive through Um, and go to you know somewhere like the tavern and then explore as I said the 40 something vineyards around so I hope that gives you a good taste of the granite belt I will definitely be going back and I will also be ordering the wines and suggesting to a lot of local from Brisbane to Byron that that is your wine region thanks for tuning in today guys adios